Hello everyone, I'm Harrison. And I'm Rachel. This week we're talking about free and cheap parenting resources that you may not know about. So stay tuned and join us on our journey to Raise Raise Baby Baby H. Once Edison became more engaging during his wake windows and was showing an interest in the things around him, we wanted to find some things that we could do as a family or things that I could do with him while Harrison was at work just to change up the monotony a little bit. At five months old, it is really good for Edison to do the same activity over and over again, but we also want to make sure that he is slowly being exposed to new environments and new people. So today we're going to talk about some activities that we have found in our area that we have really enjoyed with our baby. After I went back to work, Rachel was spending a lot more time at home looking for additional things that she could do with Edison. And we were quickly finding out that we just didn't have a lot of stuff to do that could kind of break up the day. So we were just looking for other activities. Anything that we're about to mention can be found by just doing a quick Google search, looking into your county or your state website and seeing what things they offer for children in your area. So the first thing that Rachel was noticing is that she was flying through the books that we had at home and just was getting very tired of the same books over and over again. And even though that's really good for Edison, we wanted to kind of add a little bit of variety. And so when we were kind of talking amongst ourselves, like where should we go and get more books from, the library was the first place to come to mind. We did find out that our library has a book limit of 100 books every 21 days. And so since Harrison and I both have a library card, that's not a huge concern. But usually when we go about once a week, we'll pick up about 14 to 20 books for Edison for the week. One of the things that's great about the library is that it's normally a free service. So depending on your library, you probably can get a card for free and it's definitely something that you should do because the library offers a ton of things other than just allowing you to borrow books. One of the things that our library does that we really love is story time. So while I was at the library with Edison one day, I saw a little flyer that said that they offer these story times for kids ages four months through preschool. And they split that up into four months to 24 months, and then two to three or four, and then a preschool class. And then after your kid is in kindergarten, they have a ton of other ways that you can be involved in the library as well. So once you've figured out what age group you're going to go to, you go to the library at this time. And what happens at our library is somebody reads a couple books, they sing some songs, and they kind of do some dances with everybody. And that's kind of the end. And we kind of thought that Edison would just kind of sit there and just be like, I'm in a new place and just kind of like be a little confused. But he really, really loved it. We also noticed that each age group had two different times that you could go, and usually one was during the daytime or normal work hours, and one was in the evening. So Harrison and I have been able to go together to this, which has been really nice. I was really surprised because we were talking to the person that does the story time, and they said that the one during the day is usually packed. And at night, there's definitely some other families there, but there's definitely open seats as well. But it's really nice to see other families and other kids that are kind of near Edison's age and to have like a little lesson that Rachel and I did not have to prepare and it's age appropriate for Edison. Right. Another thing that your library may offer is a thousand books before kindergarten. And what that is, is it's basically just you saying as a parent, I'm going to read a thousand books to my child before they start kindergarten. And it doesn't have to be 1000 different books. It's just the amount of 
reading that you do with your child every day? A thousand books sounds like it's a lot, but when you consider that most kids don't go into kindergarten until they're like four years old, this is really not that many books. It like works out to be like a book every other night. If you read a book as part of your bedtime routine, you're most likely going to hit this. But signing up with your library, you know, they will give you a prize every time you finish 100 books. And they also are just going to be a great resource to get a thousand books that are maybe different. Our library doesn't offer this service yet, but Harrison and I have been logging the books that we own and the ones that we're reading from the library, just so we can kind of keep track ourselves how many books Edison is going to end up reading by kindergarten. Another great service if you're looking for a place to find books is the Dolly Parton Imagination Library. So if you sign up with the Imagination Library, Dolly Parton is actually going to send you a free book every single month. You can't sign up your child until they're born because you have to have a birthday to enter, but we signed Edison up probably two months after he was born, and he didn't actually get a book until he was about four months old, but it is really fun. I just kind of joke with Edison whenever we go to the mailbox, like, oh, you got a book from Aunt Dolly this month. So that's a great way to get a few more books that you can read, and really, we fly through books, so it's nice to get something different and get Edison used to hearing words that we don't use in our everyday language at home. Another great place to check out is a community center or a YMCA in your town. So we found a community center close to us that has a very nice indoor pool where we can swim with Edison in a controlled environment. Swimming is something that's always been really important to me. I swam a lot growing up and I think it's really important for kids to not be afraid of water. And so we wanted to make sure that Edison swims quite frequently and that he's just as comfortable in that type of scenario. And so we knew that that needed to start early. So when we were kind of looking for additional activities to do, we stumbled across a community center with an indoor pool that had stuff perfect for Edison. A zero depth entry pool, the water is warmed up a little bit, and there's a splash pad and a lazy river that is really just a lot of fun for him. And for older kids, they have a water slide and they also have some lap lanes that you can rent out if you are a athletic swimmer or wanting to do some swim fitness. One of the things that's great about this community center is that it's open a very large number of hours for families to come and swim. Some hours during the day, some hours at night where everybody can go. And when we're there, we've had a good time just getting Edison used to playing in the water a little bit, and then we'll kind of float him around on his own. We don't tend to use floaties very often because Rachel and I are going to hold him anyway. But then they have like these little inner tubes for babies that are really fun to put him in and you kind of ride along with him in the lazy river and he has really, really enjoyed that. That's the thing that's been really nice is that they have little floaty devices, they have the like inner tubes and anything that you could need for water safety, they provide. A huge benefit of this community center is that they also have gym and fitness equipment. So if you wanted to become a member of this place because you're going to be going there very frequently, you know, you could use that equipment as well. And it's significantly cheaper than most gym services. Some of these places even provide childcare, and that could be included with your membership. Just double check what age they start watching children. We've seen some that will start as young as six weeks old, and the community center that we go to does not watch children until they're one years old. 
If you have a community center but they don't offer a lot of these services, it's still worthwhile to see what they do offer because it's very common that a community center or something similar to this will offer summer camps or just activities for school-aged children. Another great thing to look into is local churches. I know a couple churches that host Mommy and Me programs for children that are preschool or younger, and you usually just show up, sing some songs, have a little story, and then the kids will have some free playtime, and it's usually themed in the toys that are set out every week, so it's a little bit different. One of the things that we think is really important with Mommy and Me or just a lot of these programs is that Edison will be exposed to kids that are about his age. And it's important that he feels comfortable around those kids. And as he gets older and is playing more, he understands how to play with them. Because obviously we don't have a kid the exact same age as Edison at home. And so this is where he's going to get that exposure. But it's also a great place for us to meet parents that are very like-minded. You also will want to check if there are any churches that offer other types of programs that don't involve parents. Like some churches will do a date night or a parents night out where you can drop off your children for a few hours and go on a date. Another great activity that Rachel has found is gymnastics or dance studios for kids that are usually about six months and older. And to me, this whole concept seemed really funny when Rachel first told me about it because like Edison's almost six months and he is like just figuring out how to sit up and you could not get him to sit up without falling over on like a piece of plywood, let alone if you gave him something the size of a two by four and told him to walk across it. I think kids have to be three or four to start dance or gymnastics. And so anything under that age, the parents also need to attend this class. And you're basically just learning exercises that you can do to increase balance and coordination in your babies and toddlers. And so that's a great way to kind of get the activity started for your baby. But there's also clubs that are out there to get some activity going for moms. So around here, we have a fitness club. It's called Fit for Moms. And I think it's a chain that they have all over the U.S. So just look it up and see if there's one near you. But you can do workouts with your baby. A really popular one that they'll do is called stroller strides. And so some moms will run, some will walk. But as a group, you're just collectively exercising with your kids in strollers. If the weather isn't so great yet, you should also check out some indoor playgrounds. There's lots of places that there could be a space for your kids to play that might be free, like at a local mall. In some places, you might even find a paid indoor playground. I found that with these paid indoor playgrounds, they usually have like some kind of membership or like punch card system where if you think you're going to go there a lot, then the price can be knocked down a little bit. And if you have additional children, they're usually free or have a reduced price. One of the things that we have seen in our area that we really appreciate that they have is special needs friendly playgrounds. So the one around here is called We Rock the Spectrum, and it was started by parents that have special needs children when they kind of discovered that they didn't really feel comfortable taking their kids out to these playgrounds that weren't really set up for their kids or just leaving them with babysitters that they didn't really think could take care of them. And so what's nice about this place is that there are people that are trained 
to work with special needs children that if a parent wants to leave their kid at this playground for an hour or two, that is a service that they offer. And so you can play there with your children or you can take your child there to play with the trained staff. Even though we don't frequent these type of places because Edison is not special needs, we think it's really important that a lot of this stuff does get mentioned and that there are people out there doing this work because there are lots of kids that are special needs that need a place to play that is safe for them. So we think it's really awesome that they have this and that they do it all over the country. And special needs children should be able to play anywhere that they want to, but it is nice that those specific needs were being kept in mind when these types of playgrounds were created. And I have been seeing a lot more lately that some outdoor playgrounds are getting a lot more inclusive with the children that can play there. Once it starts to get a little bit warmer, we're going to spend more time looking into outdoor parks and outdoor playgrounds. And that's just going to be really nice to get Edison outside and playing. And obviously there are significantly more playgrounds outside than there are indoors. Yeah, so look into the local parks or nature centers around you. Oftentimes they will have programs for kids where you can go inside and maybe get a little info session about animals or insects, and then they might do some coloring or activities. And if you're looking for somewhere nice to walk outside, just look for accessible trails or stroller-friendly walking trails. We can't go through this entire list and not mention the zoo because it's one of our favorite places to go. So if you have a zoo nearby, look into a membership and it's usually a great place to walk and it has a lot of fun places to stop along the way. At the end of the day, the internet can be your friend when you are searching for activities for your children and ways to get involved in the community. We were really surprised that most of these things are completely free and all you have to do is show up. And there are some places that are still paid, but normally it's a fairly low cost if you go there frequently. We'd love to hear if there are any cool resources or activities that you have discovered as a parent that you'd like to share with us. Send us an email at 1022prod at gmail.com or message us on our Instagram page, meetingbabyh. It's nice when you can find things that can keep the day engaging for you as an adult, but also entertain your child. Next time, we're going to talk about spending time away from your kids. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.